0: Hey, Siri, play Social Geek Radio. Okay, Social Geek Radio podcast coming up. Hello, geeks, and welcome to Social Geek Radio. I'm Jack Munson, your host at Marketing Concilia. Today's guest is Zach Hoffman, and today's episode is brought to you by VetFran and the Franchise Customer Experience Conference. Franchise Update Media and the International Franchise Association invite you to join us June 20th through the 23rd in Atlanta at the all-new FCXC, the Franchise Customer Experience Conference. This is the combined former marketing shows from Franchise Update and IFA, along with the old Operations Conference. We've got keynotes from John DeJulius and futurist Chris Rydell. And I'll be moderating a panel on June 23rd with execs from Painting with a Twist, Floor Coverings International, and Franchise Founders. Be sure to register today. Spaces are limited. You can do that at francxc.com com. Zach Hoffman is the CEO of DigitalHR.com, powered by Exults, and he's back joining us again on Social Geek Radio. Hey, Zach, how are you? Doing excellent. How about yourself? I'm doing great. I, I really want to pick your brain a little bit today on what's going on in the world of recruiting and human resources and staffing, in the franchise biz and in other places. That seems to be all anybody wants to talk to me about these days when we're out traveling the country.
1: Definitely. We're hearing that on our side as well. I mean, you can go out there and get new business through your marketing, but if you don't have the team and employees and the company culture to actually fulfill on the end product, definitely leads to bigger challenges.
0: So let's talk about some of those challenges. What are some of the brands that you're working with or, or people you're just seeing out at some of these events? What are the things that they're saying are, are just holding them back and, and not helping their business grow when it comes to HR?
1: Definitely seeing the biggest challenge in just pure volume, pure volume of interest, the ability to target and market prospective employees accurately as well just finding alternative paths to potentially just going the recruiter route or you know, specific uh, third-party mediums where you're just posting job ads and getting candidates that are really not putting as much time as you would like into researching your organization prior to actually applying.
0: So these folks are seeing an ad, maybe they're seeing it on Facebook or somewhere else and they're just clicking apply and, and maybe they're just filling out a form Right there on the platform, or maybe they go somewhere else. And it feels like maybe it's just is it not enough when it comes to volume, or is it just not the right people are being reached with these ads? Our clients are finding both challenges
1: from finding candidates. It's you know, it's one, it could either just not be the right person, two, they might just not be doing any research if you go to a lot of third-party mediums. And some of these job boards out there, they'll submit you a lot of candidates, but the candidates are typically just pushing in apply button or an up button uh, to essentially submit their resume to you, which is, you know, at the end of the day, it's really just could be wasting your time. uh, And they may not actually be interested in what you're actually trying to pitch them from a perspective of a career or job. The reality is is a lot of uh, hires need to realize that this is a big step for an individual. This is where they're going to be spending a majority of their time. And as we're exiting the, you know, this era that we just came from, there is an escalated value on time and, and freedom and flexibility. Uh, so, yeah, I'd say the, the HR side needs to be flexible to, to catering to these candidates and, and telling them the right story and the objectives that they want to
0: actually get them to reach. It's interesting what you said, too, about having uh, lots of applicants come in who just aren't a good fit in connection with that lack of time, because for the brand or the hirer or the franchise or franchisee, there's, um, there's a real premium on their time as well, because they're obviously short-staffed or they wouldn't be looking to hire right now so going through lots of candidates who just aren't a good fit for the position is actually worse than having no candidates because now you have someone spending a lot of time that no one has talking to people who this is not going to be a, a very good choice for them so what what are some of the solutions how do we how do we get through this? See of people who aren't a good fit, and then be able to sort of help them through the process to become part of the team someday?
1: Well, being that, you know, some of our core competencies lie on the marketing side of the business, it's applying a lot of marketing tactics and strategies to actually effectively communicate to your, your end client, your end prospective employee, which could include developing a website, having a social medium set up with social assets like on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, getting messaging out there that talks about people that are happy at their career, happy at their job, uh, rewarding those who have actually been with you for a number of years, talking about the career path, as well as speaking about the available opportunities. So using the typical channels that you might see the marketing side of the business utilize and turning those kind of like upside down, I would say, into the hiring funnels is definitely an effective way to approach the challenge. If you've noticed in a lot of marketing and advertising over the past year, you've seen Amazon take a lot of their media dollars spent and actually focus on trying to recruit people for their warehouse and fulfillment positions, as well as just expanding their team and their community outreach and and
0: impact. I like that idea too, of looking at it as, um, part of community outreach, because while you're trying to hire people, um, if the messaging is right, then you're also really positioning the brand the right way in a community. Right. Where you're, you're you're now a job provider and your business is growing and you've got great opportunities for people, whether it's Amazon, you know, hiring for a large warehouse some, somewhere, or whether it's a, a small business hiring people for its its kitchen, kitchen and restaurant or something like that. So I like the idea of of you know sort of telling that story digitally. So it isn't just, you know, here's a job, fill out a form next. But you're you're actually helping to um, improve the brand and, and grow the business along the way. Definitely, you mentioned something about um, uh, the ability to track the applicants, and I think that kind of goes along with your concept of applicants are sort of like consumers in when it comes to marketing tactics. Because you know we've got a big funnel at the top, and it kind of narrows down into this pipeline. Of, of the people who would be a good fit for you. So how do we track those people along the way? And, and is anybody doing a really good job of that these days? Well, so there's a, a
1: lot of applicant tracking systems out there that organizations utilize. Now, one of the biggest like shortcuts, and we would say a challenge to the HR department and the marketing side is that a lot of companies are just taking a shortcut and essentially linking out to these third-party partners rather than evaluating the API, which is the ability to program and interface the actual ATS into their onboarding collateral marketing material so that the consumer gets a holistic relationship. So that within the organization's corporate website, they can actually have the applicant processing Actually occurring on their website, not go to a third party. And once those people are actually making it onto that next step where they're applying for a position, those are typically going to be your best candidates. So you might want to put them into a funnel where you're hitting them on Facebook ads, Instagram, Twitter, Google, just more things to essentially kind of close the loop and make sure that they actually follow up and follow through with scheduling an interview and potentially closing into your next,
0: you know, your next employee. I like that idea of reaching back out and retargeting to these people in all of these places, because I think some brands get a a little um, uh, sort of tunnel visioned in that they think their people only come from Facebook or they only come from some other place. But the reality is lots of people are on lots of different channels and the ability to reach people in multiple channels, I think is becoming more and more important. Would you agree? Yeah, the consumer is definitely
1: an elusive critter out there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I would say, uh, you know, we see everybody if you tend to peek or ask people what medium they use or what their social medium of choice is, it's essentially all over the place. Uh, another area that we didn't necessarily address, but is critical, especially when you start to look at franchises and, and, and The whole impact is multilingual targeting so targeting people that speak spanish i'm in south florida creole is a big uh, language Mm. down here so when you're looking for specific candidates that are working in the actual infrastructure in, in the warehouse space in the actual kitchens and doing certain positions where they might not need to speak english you know you need to be able to cater to them to where they're comfortable and that you address the language barrier and that you could target them efficiently, speaking to them correctly and, and getting the right information across to them using multilingual uh, targeting, using a Spanish version of the website, as well, like I mentioned, Creole. Uh, it could go on and on as to the different languages that you might need to translate your website into. Uh, one thing though, is don't be intimidated. You don't necessarily need to, intim- like, you don't need to necessarily translate the entire website you could take a few specific core pages and you know cater like three to four pages on site to address any concerns they might have and, and get them through the next process.
0: Who's making a really good website these days? Let's let's dig into some companies. Uh, I, I know you've got your eye on a lot of HR sites and, and recruiting sites and things like that. What are you seeing out there that's really impressed you?
1: Well, there's... A lot of organizations that are taking this seriously, if you look at Wall Street reporting and earnings, it's it's been one of the number one, I would say it's like top, top three problems that companies are bringing up as HR and careers. So if you took the Fortune 500 and you essentially kind of sorted through the list and started to grade and, and look at the careers funnels on some of these websites, uh, we looked at a, a number of them. I would say Walmart is doing a good job, Amazon, CVS Health. Google, uh, Cigna, AT&T. Uh, I'm looking at the list that we actually prepared. I mean, it goes on and on. Meta Careers, uh, Dell Technologies does a pretty cool job. And if you look at some of these, which are the ones I mentioned are the ones that I actually rated an A on our scoring system, they all have social mediums that talk to the audiences. They do their best to keep the consumer on site. They keep the messaging very clean and just coordinated as to where they're trying to get them. It's not easy on these sites to navigate into the consumer, the core side of their business because essentially then you would lose them from the actual
0: targeting of what you're trying to get them to do at that stage. I love that idea. What are some of the other things that, um, that are helping some of these brands score an A on your report card? Well,
1: Integrating the ATS system, so keeping that engaged audience within their actual ecosystem. Uh, but another thing that we're not really addressing that I think we need to bring up because mainly the audience, right? There's yeah, there's a lot of franchisors that you know, that that are dependent on to to do things by the franchisees. Uh, but you know, not to say anybody's doing something intentionally, but the reality is is it can get lost in the messaging. And a lot of the franchisees out there, they're running, you know, mini empires, mega empires in a way. Yeah. Thousands of employees. They could be depending on their franchise or to actually be getting them candidates. But the reality is their operation is so big that the candidates could get, convoluted and end up at different locations that the franchisee has no intention to drive them to because they don't own that specific location mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. if you go to some of these websites out there and you like look for a position you click a button that says you know locate where I am on the map and, and tell me opportunities in my immediate neighborhood yeah the challenge for a franchisee is that might not actually be a location that they own uh, so we've seen a lot of success where you know where these organizations are taking it into their own hands hands uh, and communicating their own brand messaging, communicating what their own stores and locations have to offer and, and really driving that message home as a, a dedicated campaign and, and kind of flipping the paradigm uh, on the dependent side and, and starting to grab the bull by the horns in such a critical aspect of their business
0: to bringing the hiring back into their own into their own sphere. I know you're going to be meeting with a lot of uh, HR professionals at an event coming up, and we'll get to that in just a second. But if somebody was to reach out to you and say, uh, we're really just kind of getting into this, uh, the the problem is getting worse, and we need to redo our our whole marketing and, and digital marketing strategy when it comes to hiring and HR and staffing. Where do you typically tell people to start? Is it with the website or are there other things they should um, take a look at before they start working on their website?
1: Well they should definitely start by looking at how the funnel looks from the perspective con- their end prospect, which would start by clicking on the career section on their website or the jobs section if, it, if it's just one page, that essentially goes out to specific links or, or doesn't really take them into a story, then you know that's a challenge. I, I would look at Google Careers, some best practices. Uh, that tends to be where I've leaned on for a number hmm. of years. Just kind of like study and see what they're doing. They they always seem to, I mean, they are Google, but they always seem to knock it out of the park from like a careers perspective of how they engage the audience. I think there's certain organizations like if you evaluate that you evaluate. If they're requiring somebody to input a phone number to take a next step or, or certain requirements, I think that's a barrier to entry for specific audiences, and you might be kind of like stepping on your toes by you know not letting them take next steps without you know certain requirements. I think you really have to engage you know your end prospect. I, I do not, we do not believe, in, and from different information that we're reading. This is not going to be a short-term hurdle. This is going to be something that persists in the U.S. economy for a number of years to come. It yeah, could be decades. Yeah, uh, you could also see a specific generation of workers. That's the other challenge, right? Is is speaking to a twenty to thirty-year-old, a thirty to forty-year-old, a forty to fifty-year-old, a fifty to sixty-year-old, a sixty to seventy-year-old. I'm personally forty years old, and the just i I would assume a lot of the assumptions that a lot of people had from culture for how they work for an employer and 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 just kind of what the next steps were and the graduation at 65 or whatever you may call it that's really not what today's marketplace looks like and i believe that there's a a generation of older individuals that definitely want to keep active and keep working and and some of those could be some of your better more qualified candidates and uh It's a very interesting marketplace, but like I said, I I don't believe that you're going to see all of a sudden a huge flip where the you know that that essentially qualified candidates are outnumbering opportunities out there. Another thing to consider is when you do attract a candidate directly to your website versus them coming from a third party or just you know certain push uh, channels, that
0: they'll probably m- be more qualified from a long-haul perspective. Is that because they're actually digging into your website and, and doing some research and doing their homework? Is, is that sort of the connection you're making there?
1: Yeah. And, and in a recent Wall Street Journal article I read, they definitely stated that the, the newer generations are specifically looking at organizations' websites as well as their LinkedIn. Uh, so those two main channels. A lot of the, I would just say, you know, it, it. We've seen the evolution in career websites and where people would go and what some of the top, you know, websites were to go to in the past. Uh, because I say the past because the websites of yesterday aren't necessarily the websites of today. And uh, like I said, I, we definitely from studies that we've been doing uh, from leadership organizations, as well as just studying the, like I said, the successful organizations out there, they are really wrapping their hands around this, this careers and jobs challenge and approaching it as strongly as they are the marketing side of their business.
0: Excellent. I, I love how you're making this connection again with um, consumers right alongside Potential uh, uh, team members, because it, it really is the same marketing tactics. In that, we really need to tell a good story. Because I think, especially the next generation of of team members, they don't care necessarily about the facts of you know what's the job, what are the benefits, and things like that. They really want to know about the company. They want to know about the leadership. They it's important to them to work for an organization that's, that's aligned with their values and, and other things like that. So that storytelling that you keep talking about, I think, is, is so spot on for marketing to, uh, to these potential uh, team members. Let's talk about this Sherm event that uh, you and your team are participating in and and we'll see you at uh, coming up in New Orleans. It's the Society for Human Resources Management event in New Orleans, Sunday the 12th through uh, June 15th. Tell me more about this event.
1: So we're excited to be participating at this event as an exhibitor uh, to hear firsthand from HR professionals some of the challenges that they may be facing and how we could work as a partner to assist them in resolving those as well as just ratcheting up all their efforts. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting, the more people that we continue to speak to about just HR and the challenges that they're seeing on the career side. At our booth at the SHRM event, we'll have a few computers set up to actually work with companies and HR leaders to actually evaluate their website property see what they're currently doing, show them some best practices that we're seeing in the industry as well, uh, and just talk about opportunities. And hopefully we can partner up and and help them get things to the next level. There's a lot of hard-earned dollars that are going out there to third parties to drive candidates to these organizations. Uh, But like we said earlier in the conversation that we definitely have seen that stronger candidates do actually come from career-driven portals that are controlled by an organization and a company. And working on that side of the funnel is definitely critical. Uh, We've seen the same thing in marketing, where if you're going through a lead generation partner versus driving leads direct, the leads direct are always going to have a stronger and conversion rate than the actual third-party partners. Uh, So once again, we're really encouraging organizations to take a self-examination of how a candidate would would prospectively see their company Uh, as well if you're a franchisee and you're out there depending on your franchisor to drive you careers and jobs. I mean, yes, we do assume that they're going to be doing best practices and and looking out for you as a whole. But the reality is, and we've seen it from very large organizations that, like we said, if you drive a candidate to the core corporate website, they might, might be using a job locator. That is not going to drive them to one of your specific locations, mm-hmm. which is a
0: huge challenge and a huge problem. I love the idea that you're doing this analysis and evaluation uh, there at the Sherm event. And, and if people really want to take a look at what is happening with their brand or their small business, uh, they can swing by the exhibit hall. Looks like uh, booth 5845 uh, at the Sherm event in New Orleans, the 12th through the 15th. Uh, Zach, if anybody is maybe not able to attend the Sherm event uh, this coming week, but they'd still like to check out some of the things that you guys are working on, maybe get some analysis of what their brand looks like online, where can we send them? Definitely,
1: Jack. They could check out digitalhr.com. That's essentially digitalhr, like humanresources.com. That's an Exults property and speaks specifically to how we are catering our service offerings to assist clients in, in finding those next candidates to grow their businesses.
0: Excellent. And if they have uh, specific questions directed at you, can we send them to LinkedIn as well? Yeah, you could send them to LinkedIn or you could actually reach out to me direct
1: on my cell phone, the direct line, as well as SMS which is typically best, is 954-892-1460.
0: That's 954-892-1460. Excellent. We will share that uh, on today's show notes as well. Good luck in New Orleans. And uh, let's chat again in a couple of months and see where we're at in this crazy economy. I I think we're still going to be looking at a, a lot of needs in hiring, but maybe between now and then you can help some folks out.
1: Well, you know, like I said, Jack, it's, it's, I'm just always excited to be a student and, and hear the challenges and, um, you know, come up with solutions for, you know, organizations that they, the challenges that people come to us with really get, you know, our gears moving. And it's one of the most mm-hmm. exciting things about what we do for a living is solving challenges for organizations. So we would definitely, Definitely love to hear it. Like I said earlier in the conversation, applicant tracking systems, ATS integration is huge, multilingual targeting, as well as taking some of the best practices on the advertising side and flipping them towards careers and candidates to drive them through the complete funnel. It's The best candidates out there are not going to be typically a one-touch
0: approach. Perfect. All right. Thanks so much, Zach. We will chat with you again very soon. Good luck in New Orleans. Thank you, Jack. I'll talk to you soon. And thanks for listening to Social Geek. We're here to help you get yourself ready for the comeback of a lifetime. This is the Social Geek Radio Network.